Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. What's poppin', everybody? It is almost here. The 4th of July is just around the corner. Uh, welcome, welcome. Change your chat settings down to everyone on the bottom right and tell us where you are tuning in from. The man in here with me is Morgan Smith. Morgan, what's poppin'? Welcome back to the show. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Also excited for July 4th. I, uh, great holiday to celebrate, honestly. The yeah, true, I, truest of American holidays. It's true. I light stuff on fire. How much more American could it be? Houston, <laughs> Texas, what's popping? Austin, I see you. Cheesehead Nation, I see you out there in Green Bay. Joe, what's happening, my man? Uh, let us know where you're tuning in from in the chat. That's what we're doing right now. Shout out to Sweden. I need to get out there. It's like straightforward. I just need to come out there and hang out for a while. Seriously. Uh, Toronto, I see you. Six, 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 six. What's up? <laughs> great to great to have you. You guys always rep. Shout out to India, Florida. I don't know. It's my hometown, my home state. Yeah. I kind of want to say hey, uh, but then I kind of want to be like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and if you live in Florida, you know what I'm saying. Shout out to DC where they cancel more flights than any other place in the world. Mexico, I see you. I just left Cancun. I'm going to launch this question right here. Uh, oh, hang on. Wrong question. This is the one. Bam, that's the one right there. This is how we tailor the conversation. So let us know who, what you are. That's what I need to know right now. Yes. Uh, we got a lot of great stuff coming up for you. Let's kick this thing off. You're here to talk all about social selling strategies to hit quota. It is the end of Q2 right now. Are you using social to the best advantage? That's what we're looking for. The man in the room with me is Morgan Smith of Aligned. He has the same energy as me. So get ready and buckle up, yo. <laughs> Strap in, everyone. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. A lot of creative stuff coming out of this one. Go ahead and scan this QR code and check out our new website, sellbetter.xyz. The Daily Show is live every single day. Adrian hosts, Caroline hosts, Lily hosts. We got so many great people coming out and guest hosting. I'm loving every bit of engagement that I'm getting from you guys. So thank you so much for spending all your time with us. Explore our YouTube channel. This is where you can get all of the latest and greatest highlights from the show. Shout out to our partners, Apollo.io, your one-stop shop for data, process, and more. You want to check them out, learn more at Apollo.io. And big thanks to Gong, longtime partner since Sell Better, since JB Sales, since Jay Barrows. I mean, man, all of our all of our history with Gong has just been incredible. And I'm going to put something in the chat right now. This is brand new stuff that you can get. Increase your productivity now with AI-driven guidance with Engage. Engage is brand new to the scene. We're dropping a link so that you can get started with it right now. Check it out for you. And let me tell you what you're going to get today while you do it. Winning strategies for quarter end. Everybody needs them. We got to start winning. If we don't start winning, we might miss our number. What can social do? Techniques. Harness that social power because this is something a lot of people miss when it comes to closing deals. Differences between personal branding and social selling. I've been talking about this since you and I talked, Morgan, and I can't wait for oh, yeah. you have to say. Let's get started. This is how you can avoid end of quarter panic. Check out who's in the room. A lot of BDRs, a lot of AE. Shout What's out to the BDRs? leaders. Good stuff. Thank I love leaders. it. Good spread. Thank you, leaders, for giving a shit. We appreciate you coming in. We need yes. leaders like you that actually care. Uh, okay, uh, so let's do it and talk to me about signs of life and how people can build a list. What does it mean and what's on that list? All right, so the number one thing I hear a lot, James, and I'm sure you hear this too, is, well, what, do you, what, what if my prospect's not active on LinkedIn? How do I reach them? Not on LinkedIn. If somebody doesn't have a cell phone, you can't call them. If they're not logging into LinkedIn, you can't reach them there. Simple as that. And that's okay, right? Not everybody's going to be on the platform. Not every one of your prospects on your list is going to be on the platform active. 
So you sure. need to find signs of life. People who are actually posting, even just resharing a little something, people who are commenting. So the yep. easiest hack is log into Sales Navigator, do a little lead search, and then there's a filter, lower left-hand side of the screen underneath spotlight filters that says posted in last 30 days. Click it. You're going to take a list of maybe 800 folks down to 300, down to 200, right? Not everybody is actually active on platform. And if you're especially wanting to hit quote at the end of the quarter, you should not be going after folks who aren't on the platform. Use your time wisely on LinkedIn. It doesn't matter if they haven't logged in in six months, the DM that you sent. Right. I I see this all the time with Twitter. People go, oh, I'm going to go follow them on Twitter and that's going to be my social touch and my cadence or my sequence. Right. So I'm going to go and I'm going to connect with them on Twitter, but they don't bother to scroll down on the profile and look at the last tweet they put out, which was nine months ago or three years ago or since 2015. (laughs) Like, no, that DM, that follow, they don't even know that that's happened. They're not paying attention to it. Right. (laughs) And And this is the thing, like number two, the connect and follow up is is once you have the signs of life, James, once you know who's actually out there and, and either you could be connected with them, but maybe you're not yet. Maybe it's a new person at an account or a new prospect you're trying to go after. You're going to formulate a connection request that leads with curiosity, yeah. not a pitch, not here's how great my product is. It should sound something like, look, James, I talked to 20 sales directors this week. They're all struggling with, or they're all working, uh, asking them, yep, did I cut? Go ahead. No, I hear you. Go, you're back. Okay. Okay, okay. I apologize. What dropped off? I don't know what happened. No, you're fine. We got your message. I've talked to 20 leaders. Go on. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this something you're working on as well? They're all struggling with X. They're all struggling with Y. They're all struggling to generate more pipeline. They can't coach their sales reps effectively. They. Yeah, I talked to 10 directors of finance, whatever. What you're doing is you're centering them as the leader in a conversation and leveraging their interests. So you can say, how are you How are you dealing with this? What are you doing to, uh, to address this? I, you've been in your position for four years. I'm sure you dealt with this before. Is there any resource you have that I could go share with somebody else? It is pure networking. It's not pitching at this point. It's just pure relationship building. I like that you're positioning your prospect as the expert because I feel like everybody has this inclination to show you what they know, right? Like I want, I am an expert. I do know. So play one is the active list. And then you have this, this other play right here and you called it the connect and follow-up. So tell me about the connect and follow-up. How's this work on social? So basically you pull your lead list of signs of life. You're going to connect with them. You're going to send that curiosity leading message. Or if you're already connected with them, you're going to follow up with them in the DMs. And, and you're going to say, hey, I just talked with another person in your similar role. You're a salesperson. You talk with more CFOs than CFOs talk with other CFOs. You're, you talk with more directors of sales than directors of sales talk with other directors of sales. And, and lead with that and say, look, man, do you have any resources that I could share with them? Follow up, right? Activate that conversation. Generate that uh, uh, interest, that curiosity, not just... Hey man, I got a great product, James. We're ranked number one on G two. You should buy from us. That's not that's not a way to to start a conversation. Oh, you just got some funding. Let me tell you how to spend that money, right? Yeah, that's not good. Oh, hey, I saw you at a Series C. You should spend that money on us. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, totally makes sense. I'm jumping in. Let's do it. Send me your link, right? That's every person's canned response. They're ready to jump in with you at that. 
You posted recently on LinkedIn about community building and networking. Does social selling help to build real relationships, as you mentioned in that recent post, why and how? And here's what you said that really got me. You were like, oh, this reminds me of vampire sales, baby. (laughs) I love this. Okay, go for it. All right. So in folklore, vampires are not allowed into your home unless they're invited. So vampire sales is you're not allowed to pitch unless if you're invited. That's it. That's the whole thing. Imagine how this might change everything on LinkedIn for you. If you've been pitching constantly like, hey, this is how great our product is. Hey, we should have a meeting, blah, blah, blah. Stop. Throw it out the window. Obey vampire sales, right? And and until they lean in, until they say, well, what do you do? How how can how can you help me, James? Tell me about like wh- what do you do at JB Sales, right? Yeah. The goal is to have an actually good conversation. The goal is to say, dude, tell me more about your role. Hey, I see you're in East Tennessee. I lived there for three years. Is this restaurant still there? Hey, man, I know you used to work at this company. Did you have the same experience as I? There's so many ways to kickstart. It's like dating, kickstart a conversation, and you lean into vampire sales. Until they say, all right, well, you can tell Enough me. about me. Tell me about you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, that's what you're going for. It's like a first date, right? Enough about me. Tell me about you. Tell me about yourself. And I love it. That is such a great uh, montage. I don't know. Put a one in the chat if you ever saw the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where the guy's like falling oh. outside the window. And he's like, let me in, Mike. I'm hungry. Right? <laughs> like, that's I, When you said it, I, that's what I came to my mind. Uh, and that was such a good movie. I remember. Okay, there's uh, another. Gonna... It, is it that movie or a show where there's this like really funny vampire that gets like exiled from a house because he wasn't invited in? And there's there's a whole there's so many oh, scenes out there about. I think you might be thinking of things things we do in the shadows. Maybe I, I yeah, that's a good one. That's a yeah, good one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit and get a grip on what social selling is and what it isn't. Your feedback on this is what I want because I think people mm. get real confused. And you had a great list of things that are social selling and things that are direct and indirect. And I loved how you kind of position this for me as a seller. So go for it. Right. So uh, think about an in-person networking event first, because LinkedIn is a big networking platform. Yeah. When you go to a trade show and you go to a lot of them, I know James, is the the magic, the reason you're there is to meet other people. Nobody goes, oh my God, I'm there to see somebody on the stage. And we confuse our profiles as the TED speakers. We're not the TED speakers, right? We're not on the stage. Even when we create content, we're in the audience, we're connecting with other people. Right. And so the way I think about it is like a seesaw, you know, one of those that goes back and forth. And on one end, there's indirect. And on the other end, there's direct. All right. So the indirect side is content. It's your brand. It's maybe some comments in public, right? It's the indirect stuff to to bring them in, the mag, Mag- right? It's all... Yeah, it's the one-to-many sort of stuff, if you wanted to use that language. And on the other end is direct, the one-to-one. That's classic sales, that's DMs, that's actually going out there prospecting. And social selling, when it's done right, is keeping the seesaw in balance. Only indirect, you're just a content marketer. Only direct, you're just using the channel to pitch people, right? You got to have both to make social selling work for you. And I like the balance in the seesaw there. Uh, yeah. I always think of like copying and pasting DMs as the common practice. I'm going to write this DM one time and then I'm going <laughs> to copy the body of this DM, but I'm only going to write their name and that's going to be my personalization. This is not social selling, right? 
No, that is not social selling. Right? And, and this is the thing. When you think about indirect direct, what's the goal? The goal is to create relationships. The goal is to build credibility. The goal is to have meaningful conversations, right? But yeah, there's a li- it might feel like there's a little more marketing in this than traditional sales, but that's fine. That's that's how that's what buyers expect, right? That's they want to know more about you through content or through comments. And- I also think the best salespeople have a marketing brain and the best marketers know how to work with salespeople. I've said that for years. Totally. 100%. Yes. Yeah. So what about only sharing your company's post? This is one of the things, and you can you can raise your hand if you want to, if you're brave enough. I was guilty of this when I first started on LinkedIn. I was constantly sharing my company's things. Uh, you know, Let me know if that's you too. Absolutely. We all did it, right? When we first start, we think, well, nobody knows what I do. So if I just consistently share my company's stuff, people will know yeah. what I do and then I'll be able to reach out to them, but it gets almost no engagement. Why is this not social selling, but so many sellers fall into this trap? It's because it's easy. I'll be honest. And the easy thing is actually what Carrie just dropped in chat. Shout out, Carrie. I share it, but I add my own content to it. Look, if you got nothing else to share and you got a company post to reshare, instead of just doing the blank thing, add a little something. Put a little, add a little something to something. Little pizzazz, little perspective, little opinion, little, and and it shouldn't just be about your product or how great your product is and blah 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 blah. Talk about problems, talk about pains, add your own thoughts. Hey, we struggle with these things, not just you, right? We yeah. all struggle with this, and share that in your content, right? It doesn't have to be the most, especially when you're starting out, the most groundbreaking thing, right? Just hit post. That's the most important part. I think consistency matters so much when you're taking social selling steps. I want to add value on social every single time. In my emails, I might ask questions, right? Two separate things that I'm doing in two places. And it's all for the sake of benefiting my client, my prospect, right? I'm going to give over here. I'm going to ask over here. This helps us avoid that exhaustion. When we talked about uh, salespeople and professionals harnessing this power, uh, you gave me three C's. I know I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of like groups of three because I think people remember it. So tell me about these three C's and how they make up a social selling strategy. All right. So the three C's you've got are content, comments, and conversations. And this is, and the latter two are going to be really useful as we get to end of quarter, right? So content is attracting people in. It's, it's educating them. It's nurturing the relationship. Comments are the real magic sauce, all right? Zoe Hartzell, shout out, love her, has this phrase, uh, engagement in public earns conversations in private. And the thing sellers miss about comments is it's not just the person you're commenting on, it's not just the person you're replying to, it's everybody else who also sees that comment. So instead of just, hey, thanks for that post, James, or wow, this is super insightful, or going to chat GPT and saying, write a comment for me, and then copying and pasting that response, right? What you should do is think about if I have 50 of my other prospects and buyers look at this comment, mm. what do I want them to think about? Mm. What question can I ask? What insight can I drop? What perspective can I add? Because if you're doing that, it's not just about the person who's posted or the comment you're replying to on some influencer's post. It's everybody else who's paying attention to that. And I can speak to this. I'll drop comments sometimes and I'll get a connection or a couple connection requests later in the day saying, man, your comment actually is like really aligned with what we're experiencing right now. Can we talk? And that's the magic. So content, nurturing, helping 
people get to know you, right? Comments engaging directly, but in public to earn conversations. The third C. And again, if you obey vampire sales, your conversations are going to sound a lot like having the coffee with somebody. Tell me. And they're welcome, right? You're having these conversations because they're naturally curious. Hey, Michael and Meg, those are great questions that I want to answer. Please throw them in the Q&A because I'm going to leave time so that uh, we can answer some questions from the audience. So make sure that you throw those in the Q&A. And for those of the rest of you in the audience, you can upvote the ones you like. So make sure you're scanning through and looking at what's in the Q&A for the stuff that matters most. Uh, The third C was conversations. And I think people have to also kind of circling back to that signs of life, realize where those conversations are going to come from because those signs of life are going to be indications, right? Yes. Well, and this is the other thing. If you think about how you're actually reaching prospects with content and comments, let alone conversations, those people are active on the platform, right? So I have a quick story for you. We landed $154,000 deal with just these things, okay? (laughs) What happened was somebody shared a post of content right? We went out and commented on it and said, man, this is really interesting, but have you thought about our a perspective, right? On social selling. Have you thought about how this might make it difficult for your sales reps to do this consistently? Was something along the question. Okay. That prospect wasn't really a prospect for us. It was just somebody on the platform. And they said, no, I have not thought about that and shot us a DM and said, we need to talk more about this. Now, this was unique because this deal closed really quickly because they're already a buyer. They weren't really a prospect. They were activated. They were ready to search for a solution. And instead of pitching them, instead of saying, yeah, we can help you do that, what we did is something like discovery, but in the DMs. What we had was a conversation with them saying, is this, you know, it's like validating it. It's like, is this really a problem for you? Are you really thinking about these things? And having that good, tell me more about what you're doing at your company. Talk to me, right? Instead of saying, let's get a meeting, right? Here's my calendar link. Let's book 30 minutes to discuss. We kept it in the DMs. We had those conversations. And then when the time was right, and then when it was like very clear, okay, we've reached a point where it sounds like we should have a meeting. We booked a meeting. Deal closed two weeks later. This is super counterintuitive because I think, and obviously for me, like my whole goal is to have a conversation as soon as possible, like a real human conversation. But because they met you in the DMs and felt comfortable talking to you in the DMs, you just kept it right there. And then when you finally did have a call, you were so far down the funnel that it was almost transactional. Almost. Yeah. But that's because the credibility was built, right? Yeah. And yeah. And this is the thing. Like, uh, it, it's, it's all about that credibility building, that trust building exercise. Yeah. There are a lot of automated bots and pitch slappers and spam artists on LinkedIn. Don't be one of them and yeah. don't act as if you're one of them. Take the time that you need in each of these areas, content, comments, conversations. Yeah. And you talked about space between these touch points and how that pause humanizes us as sellers, but also gives us more credibility. Tell me about yeah. this space. Well, I mean, think about, look, we've used the dating relationship. Think- Think about being too eager with somebody, right? When should I call? Yeah, when should I should I text, right? It's been three hours. Should I send something again? It's a FaceTime situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You it's slow down. Give it a little pause. And what happens is people begin to take you seriously because there's this relationship that we have in sales, which is really about power, but it's mostly about desire. 
how much do you want that deal versus how much do they think you want that deal? Because everybody wants things they they can't have. So if you take the time to say, hey man, I'm just interested in helping you all. I'm not super eager. I'm not batting down the doors, which is a hard thing to do when quotas, when you got a bag, you know, deadline's coming. But even if you just wait 24 hours, what's the difference between having a good conversation, they send something back, wait six hours, wait 24 hours before you respond. It gives them this sense that you take them seriously. You're also pretty busy and you are taking a genuine interest in them. You're following up after a day. You're not trying to rush it. You're continuing to follow up. So that space is about the balance in the relationship. It's slow down to speed up, basically. I imagine a great social touch in a DM that's like, I was thinking about our last conversation and that's the opener. Yes. I feel like people would read on based on just that opener alone. Like, oh, what were you thinking about it, right? Uh, I think that's very organic and very real. Uh, I'm going to relaunch it in 24 hours. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, because it, you know, there's some time there. You can't just yeah. jump right into, let me provide the solution. It's more like, you know, hey, I thought of some things, right? And yeah. these things might be helpful for you. Uh, I'm going to relaunch the one that I launched before because I launched it too soon. So here's my question. What is the purpose of social selling? And with that, Ooh. let's talk about why people get confused between social selling and personal branding. Why does this happen? What's the difference? All right. Well, it's just because a lot of people on LinkedIn talk about social selling and personal branding as if they're the same thing, right? I'm one of them. <laughs> uh, and hey, and I understand. I'm not. So the the Venn diagram, I think of, you know, the two circles. All right. So one circle is attention and the other circle is credibility and there's overlap, right? And your personal brand helps both. But there are a lot of things that you do to build a personal brand that's just about attention. Mm. It's getting more likes. It's getting more impressions. It's getting your name out there. Those things are helpful, right? but they aren't necessarily credibility builders. Social selling is about earning credibility. Credibility is is about is really four questions. One is, can I trust you? So do you have integrity? Two is, are you a good person? Meaning, do you, are you showing up with good intentions? Three is, can you solve my problems? Right. And four is, are you as good as you say you are? Which is about results. Those last two were so good as the sellers. Yeah, we can solve your problems. Here's our case studies. Here's our proof. Here's our ROI. Here's our data. And the, the thing about social is it's not really about those latter two. Think about vampire sales, right? It's really about the first two. Are you showing up? Do you have good intentions? Are you here to help me? Are you here to have good conversations? And that can happen through your content. That can happen through your comments. That can happen through your conversations. Yeah. It's not just about having 20,000 followers. Yeah. Hell, I don't have 20,000 followers. I mean, right? We close a lot of business off of LinkedIn because we're focused on credibility building not attention gathering. And that's how I would differentiate personal branding and social selling. I know a ton of salespeople that are wildly successful that have 150 followers on LinkedIn. Oh, very wildly successful. successful. It's not required, but it certainly helps if that's your style. Let's look at some of these results right here. Uh, looks Looks like a lot of people think attention from your prospects, but more people believe that credibility is what social selling is about. I can appreciate that. I love the 8% grease is the wheels for the dog's clothes. You guys are after my heart. <laughs> but uh, hey, you know, one note, and then I know we got questions, James. Yeah, yeah. Last little bit, I'll drop on this. Think about somebody who's engaged with you multiple times over two weeks, sent you good DMs, commented on a post, 
posted and tagged you, whatever, over two weeks. What happens when you get an email from them in your inbox? Mm. You're much more likely to pay attention to them because they're not an anonymous name. They're a name you have associated with good behavior. So it's not really just about LinkedIn. It's about all the other channels that you can use too. I preach about thoughtful commentary quite a bit. And you know, uh, Joe, thank you for that comment. I appreciate it. Talk, uh, real quick, social selling index score. What? What? Yes. Let's, let's go with that one. Meg just asked that one in there too. Ah, uh, So SSI is good. It's a starting point. It's a benchmark. It says, are you doing the right activities? Do you have the fundamentals here? Um, you know, my SSI is in the high 70s, low 80s, and it fluctuates, uh, which apparently is pretty good. But, you know, I'm focused on the behaviors and habits. So SSI is a good benchmark, but it doesn't, in my view, tell you much more than that. Good, good response there. Get your questions in the Q&A. We're going to start right now. You mentioned that people, this one comes from Kerry. You mentioned that people who posted in the last 30 days, can you use that within a list that you've already created in Navigator? Yes. Um, so what you do is on your lead search or you go to the the lead filter screen, you can pull in a lead list you already have at the bottom of the panel, right-hand column. And then you can filter that lead list by posted on LinkedIn in the last 30 days. So short yeah. answer is yes. Yeah, we did cover that in our LinkedIn Navigator uh, show that we did with Morgan J. Ingram last week. So reach out to me yeah. about that. I'm happy to send you guys that recording. Uh, I'm a single SDR with 10 AEs. How would you balance social selling, which is time consuming, with calls, emails, et cetera? Talk to us about this. This is from Michael. Great question. Something I hear a lot of the time. Here's my answer. Time block 30 minutes. Time blocking is our best friend. <laughs> time block 30 minutes, man. Just just set aside 30 minutes every day. And what you're going to do, seesaw it. 50% of your time commenting out there, maybe resharing a post, finding people to engage with. 50% of your time, 15 minutes, being connected with people, sending DMs, kickstarting conversations. That's it, yep. right? Social is a longer game. You're right. And it's maybe a little more time consuming and you can't automate it as easy as a power dialer. You're right. Yeah. So just well, time block 30 minutes. Nothing you ever cared about, truly didn't take time. Everything no, you really cared about took time. Your social <laughs> selling game takes time. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes consistency. So for consistency, this one comes from Christopher. Christopher Herja says, mm. is it posting every day at a different time? Uh, should I use the same time when I post? What's that look like for you? Let me, let me shift this a little bit. Sure. Comment every day. Comment every day. That's consistency because Think about this. You're not on the TED stage, right? You're not the speaker at the conference. You're in the audience. What's right. the best way to meet people at a networking event? By showing up and introducing yourself and having a good conversation. Consistency to me is commenting every day and then post whatever the hell you want. There are a lot of people on LinkedIn who ha have a perspective on how the algorithm works. I don't have a goddamn clue. I'll just say it right now. Uh, I, I post generally around the same time most days but I don't keep myself to every day. What I do try and do is comment, engage, or have conversations every day. That's consistency on social. Yeah, conversations is my aim for everybody that I talk to on social. If you don't want to have a real conversation, you're probably not going to be in my network for very long yeah. because I like to have real conversations with the people that connect with me. Sorry, that's just my <laughs> nature. <laughs> all right, great questions from our audience. This is the last question. What comes? This comes from Carrie once more. Thank you, Carrie, for all your engagement. What's your take on creative mode and regular mode on LinkedIn? How does this help social sellers? So from what I know, creator mode, you can add some hashtags. 
you get maybe a little boost in those hashtags. And then, but the most important thing is the default action somebody has when they visit your profile is follow instead of connect. So if you want people to follow you because you want to post more content and nurture them, there's a benefit to that. And if you don't, then you can just turn it off and, and it's no big deal. I would say creator mode is designed for somebody who wants to post regularly and had an idea about what they want to post. Yeah. Also those hashtags there on your profile where you get that talks about the following things that really helps yes. for SEO as well. And I think that's an important step for anybody looking to up their social game. Uh, all right. You've got a final thought, but I also want to put a guide that you created for social selling on LinkedIn. So we're going to drop that in the chat. And also we're going to drop his LinkedIn in the chat. So if you want to follow Morgan, learn more about social selling for Morgan, that is where you can connect with him. We're going to put the LinkedIn and the guide in the chat for you right now. Give me a final thought for everybody coming away from this. If you got, well, I will say, if you got more questions, I see more questions, DM me, I'll answer them. Uh, final thought today, you're at end of quota. What's the easiest way to keep this? Just remember the seesaw. Every 30 minutes, right? Make sure you're doing a little bit of engagement in public and do a little bit of engagement in private. Keep it in balance. If you find yourself only doing DMs, trying to get that deal, trying to get that deal, you don't have the momentum to keep it up in the next quarter. You got to engage in public too. You got to keep that seesaw in balance. Keep the seesaw in balance. That's the final thought from my man today. Follow us on social. Check out our new website and be safe out there this 4th of July. Safety first, y'all. Don't light nothing on fire. You're not supposed to light on fire. We will see you when we get back from the break. Have a great day, everybody. And remember, sell better because you deserve to. We'll see you next time, y'all.